All righty. I'm going to try to do this as uh, as Chris does it. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you're hitting it off. All righty. I'm joined here with a very special person, uh, Alyssa. Hi. I don't know Alyssa super, <coughs> and I'm, I'm Luke here on the podcast too, but... Hey, Luke. Alyssa, I don't know you super well. I feel like I know your sister, Emma, a little yeah. bit more. Right. So I'm excited. Anything I know about you is from either your dad <laughs> or from Emma, yeah. and it's all really cool. That's awesome. So I'm glad we can be here together. Yeah, me too. Um, talk about this kind of stuff. But today we're talking about what Steve was talking about um, this last of Sunday. Of course we are. Yes, Steve is. <laughs> it's like God speaking to Steve and spe- Steve speaking to us through what he heard from God, then us speaking talking about that. over ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> to other people. No, um, I really actually liked his message a lot. Yeah, that um, no, was really cool. Sunday. Um, what was the title again? It was... Well... Chris named it the hidden life that informs and empowers our public life. Yeah. I think uh, when I heard hidden life, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, hidden life. Like nobody wants to talk about that. Um, But it's important because we all have one. Mm -hmm. It's very true. And I think the church is one of those places where that is pushed away as much as possible. Oh yeah. It's like we're... I'm not, I'm not sure about this church, but I know a lot of uh, like a lot of other churches. It's really just a place for tradition and all that kind of stuff, and like putting on that fake smile, putting on your your nice clothes, mm-hmm. and when you really look behind the scenes, it's just yeah, not good. Um, and yeah. Jesus pointed that out a lot too, even back yeah. in the day with the Pharisees, with yeah, with everyone in general. We all well. Have this. I think it takes so much courage to be vulnerable in uh exposing mm-hmm. you know those hidden who we truly are um but that's at the root of it like if you can't talk about those things then we're never going to grow mm-hmm. um as we're never going to grow in Christ so so you obviously get that from the message is there anything else you got from the message i mean chris would make you do it in a minute here but i think oh we'll... thank you <laughs> yeah don't get the timer out yeah no I, for i like this luke um no no chris is so great at doing that but i think my main takeaways i think we should definitely touch on uh holiness and kind of what that word means uh the connotations behind it mm-hmm. um cuz i think steve did a good job breaking that down and like you know, it it is kind of an edgy rebel thing. So I'd like to talk about talk about that. Mm-hmm. I loved how he shared his journal um, because I think that was a really good practical example of how you can uh, speak God's have that like exchange. I think it can be really hard to transition from listening to yourself to speaking over yourself. So I like that he gave journaling as an example to like start practically doing that in your life. Um, cause that's going to be like a huge mental shift away from your self-consciousness to becoming, you know, more holy. Awesome. Um, so yeah, those were kind of my big things uh he hit on discipleship again and i'm gonna go back to saying that starts in your family like it doesn't need to be this big thing talk to your spouse talk to your parents talk to your kids i think that's really where it's gonna stem from your siblings you know the people closest to you like that's where you need to start discipling and talking about this kind of stuff and calling each other out and guiding each other through Mm -hmm. your problems accountability yeah for sure yeah so those are that was my top nice i think for me i I don't know if this was even the message, but just like attributing holiness with the heart at the same time. Because mm. the Bible always says heart, and I'm like, is he talking about the heart, or the soul, or the mind, and how do all of those connect? So I'm still, mm-hmm. still trying to figure that out. But the 
a verse that always kind of hits me, it's like, it talks about how the heart is deceitful and evil above all things, essentially, like, don't listen to it, right? Right. But further on, it, it goes to talk about, like, your heart is transformed once you accept Christ. Your heart is yeah. changed. It's made new. Yeah. And so that was kind of a cool revelation for me this past week of kind of just like our heart essentially becomes holy, right? Yeah. And so we can listen to it because right. now it's the Holy Spirit and God in there. And I, I loved how last episode you and Chris were talking about like, yes, we are still broken. We're not perfect holy beings, right? Right. So there is still this, we've got to keep filling ourselves yeah. with that. That's the um, gospel, right? Yeah. Like you've ate the fruit. So there's sin in the world. We're mm-hmm. going to continue sinning. It's how we deal with that cycle. Yeah. Um, that's so important. So, so I think that was my top thing. Okay. Um, that's really interesting. I like that. So maybe let's, let's try to define the word holiness here. Oh, we're going to do this again. Shoot, I didn't pull up Google. Okay. Well, yeah. What do you think? Like what hits you when yeah, you hear I mean, that word? I think holiness, it's a scary word, right? Yeah. The first thing you think is like, okay, well, I think that is the requirement needed to be in the presence of God, right? Because right. you think about the Old Testament and the yes. Levites and everything, like they had to be holy to be in the same place as God almost, right? Like right. they had them in this perfect tent. Um, and it's like the way, like you guys talked about this last episode, mm-hmm. like it just, the amounts of things they had to do. To oh, I know. It was so overwhelming. They needed, yeah. Like, thank just, goodness I didn't get selected as a priest. <laughs> like, I don't know if I would have had the patience for it all. Yeah, like, the anointing process was so intense. And, like, how lucky are we that we that Jesus died on the cross mm-hmm. so that we can have that personal relationship with him. Um, but I think it's important to still recognize and know what it took to have that holy, you yeah. know, like, a, that holiness in you so that you could enter a holy place. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think people take that for granted sometimes with Jesus. Like it is so amazing, you know, that we don't have to go through other people. Like we can just talk to him. Like he is open for us in our hearts. Yeah. Um, and I think you really recognize that like, uh, when you do keep screwing up in the small stuff almost, it's mm-hmm. like, just bring it right there and then yeah. and stop yeah. and then start again. I think it's one of the top things Christians don't do right in this, like now is like, if someone gets hurt, like, oh, I'll be, I'll be, I'll pray for you. Just mm-hmm. pray for them right now. Or if you do something wrong, like ask for forgiveness, talk to God right then. They don't, don't make it this huge thing that you're going to yeah. like, have it keep building up. Um, but yeah, going off of the whole Levite thing. So yeah, it's just when, when we look at our hearts and all the sin and stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. there's plenty of verses in the Bible that talk about like how much God hates sin. Yeah. Which is essentially what we're made of, right? Right. <laughs> so when he looks at our hearts, he sees sin and when he wants to see holiness. Um, and so it's it's like almost a commodity that we need to attain, right? Mm-hmm. And I think so many people and so many cultures have tried to attain that holiness through works, right? In yeah. a sense, through themselves. And it always backfires, essentially. Yeah. And it turns into some sort of really religious thing right with really being holy outwardly but inwardly there's probably a lot of you know anger yeah well the works are are the easy thing right like it's easy to just do physical and easy to understand right yeah where i feel like it's hard it's really hard when it's this like acknowledging your emotion Mm. and your thinking behind something and then um 
Yeah. That's a great point because works you can control, right? Yeah. But thoughts and stuff like that, like that's so much harder to control. Right. And it's impossible for us, I think, to control because we are born into a sinful world. And so the only way it is possible for us to be holy is with the gospel's entry and with Jesus dying for us. So I think holiness, it's scary, but once you understand that it's not you that has to get it, it's you that has to accept it. Right. It becomes a burden is like lifted off of you. Totally. The accepting is so huge. And the more you are open to the accepting and to the, what would you say? Like laying it down kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, like not taking it all on yourself. Oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. But just remembering in those moments when you feel like you're failing over and over, I wasn't made to do this on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's where the freedom comes in. And the more you do that, I think then the more the pedestal kind of like erodes of, you know, this like holiness is this unattainable thing. Like I'd have to be a priest or this like perfect church going woman. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it just becomes part of like your everyday. So I, I definitely think I don't hear that word as scary or Mm -hmm. um, like untouchable after looking into it more and hearing what Steve had to say. That's awesome. I guess from here, like, is, is I do struggle sometimes with like slipping into that mindset of like, oh, I have to be holy or righteous or perfect. Oh, yeah. To be accepted. Well, I think I more think like, well, I'm not. So why am I even like trying? Because I keep, you know, yelling at my kids or, Uh um, yeah, just like losing it. And I think when I start off in those moments, going back to the word or like speaking God's truths over myself and what he wants for me, then that's when I'm going to feel better. Where if I go with the worldly version of like, well, I just need a break. Like the excuses, the listening to myself, like it's just too much. Why do we have three so close together? You know, like if we had a better house, like (laughs) that's listening to myself and the excuses and even when I get the break, you know, or um, I have help come, I, that's not, it's not enough. Like, it's temporary. Mm-hmm. So. I think it comes kind of similar on my end, too. Like, I know what's right and wrong to do, but sometimes I'm just like, I'm going to do it anyway because <gasps> I know, like, you know, yeah. I'm forgiven or whatever. Oh, yeah. And it's just, that is such a dangerous hole to go down. Wait, I was like so in that place yeah. in my teens, in my 20s. Yeah. Not that that was very long ago at all. <laughs> but like it was so the mentality of I trusted so much in the gospel that I was mm-hmm. like, well, that does look really fun. So I would go, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at. <clears throat> that's um, hard. And that, that kind of brings it back to like, that's obviously not being holy, right? Mm-mm. And so it's kind of like... We don't need to attain holiness, but if we accept the truth and the love of God, it mm-hmm. should put a change in our hearts and it yeah. should put us on a different path. And so it's not doing things that are right because you have to, but because you want to, right? Because you are yeah. holy. You do understand. Yeah. Like so, the lie is more exposed to you. Yeah. And Steve read this verse. I don't remember which one, but it, it was talking about that. Um Yeah, I really like that you brought that up because I feel like that is modern day Christianity a little bit, you know, like, oh, well, it's okay, but you're still adding those rocks to your backpack. Like every time you do something that's not right, yes, you're forgiven for it, but 
it's still there. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. like completely get get away. Like I wish I had known that more. Yeah. When I was younger. Yeah. So first John two twenty eight through twenty nine. Okay. And now my children live by the help of him. <clears throat> then when he comes again, we will be glad to see him and not be ashamed. You know that Christ is right with God. You should know that everyone who is right with God is a child of his. So just the whole mindset of like, if Jesus comes back right now, am I ashamed mm-hmm. or am I joyful and am I excited? Yeah. Like, just, I think that thought process kind of reveals your own heart to yourself. I'm like, where am I at right now? Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That was good. Um, yeah. I think the like the self-consciousness piece, getting out of the world's lies is the most challenging hurdle mm-hmm. in the beginning because yeah. the world is so loud right now, especially like Steve was talking about for our young people with the social media and the different things. Like it looks so attractive and it looks so fun. And he was talking about how like Christianity and Jesus, like that seems uncool. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting for me to hear because I feel like in being a Christian, trying to raise my kids traditionally right now, we, I am the rebel. Mm-hmm. Like I am going against the grain right yeah. now. And um, Jesus was a rebel, right? Like he was very different than the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wish kids understood that more. Like you actually are doing the, like if things that are cool are like things that set you apart or above, like Christianity is the cooler, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, the, our culture today promotes unholiness, right? Yeah. Literally the polar opposite. Right. Um, <clears throat> there's this song right now on TikTok. I'm not sure if you're on TikTok, but it's called, no, un- it's called unholy. Okay. <laughs> and Great. So like, Is there a dance that goes with it? And stuff probably. Too? Okay. But it's like the songs that people listen to now are literally about unholiness, you know? Yeah. Oh no, I know. That. It's terrible. <sighs> um, and so there's, yeah, it's like we're, there's there's these two sides yeah and like really being in between is just awkward right so you, you in a yeah. way have to have to choose one side yeah but i feel that for sure you have to there's a cool analogy i heard um and it's someone sitting on a fence and there's god there's holiness on one side mm-hmm. and then there's you know satan evil unholiness on the other mm-hmm. and it's just sitting on this fence like trying to decide um and then all of a sudden satan comes and grabs him off the fence and he's like hey i, I haven't decided yet and Satan says, like, well, I don't, it doesn't matter because I own the fence. Oh. The world is the fence, right? Right. We are on that. And if you decide to live in it, and like, even if you're, you know, you're a good person, you're like, mm-hmm. you know, doing good things, it doesn't matter because you're still living in the world and you're not choosing the, the intention behind your good yeah. acts isn't. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of a scary Ooh, thought for a lot no, of people. <laughs> I like that though because it's such a visualization of like where we're at. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an it's real. I mean, it's real decisions. Like it's mm. real intense, and I feel so blessed every day that I made it through like that stage of my life. Um, like, and I am where I am now. Like, married with my kids, but it's not over, and it's still a huge choice. I just so feel for like adolescents right now because it's hard, and the consequences yeah. are so big. I'm curious in, in your life now, your your mom, your yeah. Christian community, but do you still see a lot of like unholy things or in a sense, or do you still is there still like a lot oh, of for sure. I mean yeah. most of the people honestly we are good friends with and we spend time with are not Christians. And it's really hard and sad to see their 
struggle, you know, like trying to do it on their own. Because like raising children is so challenging. And if you uh, feel like you're it for yourself and your emotions and your, you know, positivity and all that, like <clears throat> it's just hard. Like the self-care isn't enough. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think being a light right now in the way that we're doing things is so different than what we see a lot of our friends choosing, especially with like media and the shows, you know, they let their kids watch or the, yeah, there's just not a lot of clear boundaries being set for themselves or so. That is a crazy thing. Like how early unholiness essentially can start creeping into even like a little kid's brain right yeah so many i mean and it's not obvious stuff like it's really it's scary because it's really hard to pick out the lies like it's all in this guise of good education but uh especially with like the crt stuff i think the critical race theory Mm -hmm. like making them feel a certain way because of you know how they were born or what they are it's like i don't want them to take that on yeah like god created all of us like yeah, that's no. the true appreciation for diversity. I think everyone's born with a sense of morality and a sense yeah. of what's good and wrong in a basic sense, right? Um, and Satan knows that. So he, he he makes things almost seem like feel good and like, oh, that that is right. Yeah. But it's just a, it's a variation that's really huge um, that makes it pretty unholy, I guess. Yeah. Like, so I felt <laughs> like it was so obvious in high school and college, like what was right. And then this is what you're not supposed to do. We're like now in being a parent, um, it's harder to distinguish. And luckily Carson and I both had really good examples Mm -hmm. of like just traditional, you know, values. And um, so I think that's helped us understand like where the truth is, but I don't know. How do do you usually try to under, like try to figure out if something is right or wrong? Do you, because you talked about journaling Mm-hmm. Listen to God. Like, what is what are some steps people can take to maybe figure out what God's will is for that? That's a good question. I think it's being in community. Like, mm-hmm. I do the women's Bible study. I've been in a pray and play group before talking about it with other women that are Christian. Did you guys watch the show? What do you think? Yeah. Oh, your kids like it. Okay. Well, I saw this one episode. You know. Yeah. So it's just like fleshing things out with people. Um, I think reading books helps or listening to podcasts and then like filtering kind of that information that you're getting. It's like, it's all a heart check kind of, Mm. of like, does this really align with what, you know, like the ultimate is, or is there some hidden agenda behind this? Mm -hmm. I think a really hard thing to do is as well. Like if you want to be holy, like it almost be easiest to just go into the woods somewhere, build a cabin (laughs) And grow like some stuff and do some I could see you doing that with your camper. <laughs> Good luck um, finding a woman, Luke. <laughs> probably be easier than it is in here. That's true. Um, no, but so I think that's what like a lot of people would want. Like that would be the easiest way to be holy. Mm-hmm. But we're called to be in the world, but not of it, right? Yeah. So that's the hard part. We have to live in unholiness, yeah, but still be holy. And I think Jesus showed us a great example of how to do that, right? He lived in this world and it's all in like how you, I think how you think about things and how like you let God be the filter, right? Yeah. So you can be around sinners, you can be around people doing debauchery essentially, but if you are holy, you're going to, you're going to look different, obviously. Yeah. Like Jesus was always a pretty (laughs) figure wherever he was. Um, And you're going to be a light, right? Because I think 
if we are holy, like what, what do you think is someone's mission who has accepted Christ, who, who knows who Jesus is, has essentially become holy in that sense? What, what do they do from there? They're living in the world. Like what is, is there any goals or priorities or what, what would that life kind of look like to you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think so much of it comes down to asking yourself the questions, being in the word, being in community, um, and having, it's almost like it's, it is like a rebel heart, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're against the world. So like, don't be afraid to push back on it. You know, it's that worry of like, well, I'm going to be uncool or, you know, people won't like me or they won't like my kids or they won't fit in. But People are sometimes attracted to things that seem different. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, especially when stuff's failing for them. It's like, oh, well, what they're doing. Like, if you're looting joy, you know, mm-hmm. like with what Steve's talking about. So don't be afraid to go against the grain and like stand up for what you think is right. Like in today's culture, we're like, it's flipping, right? Like we're becoming the minority, not well maybe we've always been i don't know we've always been the minority i just feel like there's so many conversations i have to have where i know it's not going to be the popular mm-hmm. you know like i'm gonna have to go there and be like oh well we're christians so this is what we do that, that is a great point but people are attracted to different right but mm-hmm. i think that's a huge problem we have now is the christian a lot of people that claim to be followers of christ are christians mm-hmm they don't live differently. They live exactly like everybody else. Yeah. There's nothing different. Right. And there's no... Dumb sheep. When, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when people see that, they're like, well, I guess there's nothing true there because they're just living like I am, so there's no point to change, right? Right. Um, but I think what when we, when we do learn about the truth and accept Jesus, I think our main mission obviously is to be holy, right? Yeah. And when we are holy, I think... We we love other people, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Jesus did. But we don't compromise. For don't compromise, yeah. And understand <laughs> that verse in the Bible of like, you know, I think people construe it so often, the love like Jesus loved. And then it's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, accept everything then. Yeah. But it's no. like, no, because if you're accepting things that the Bible says is wrong, you're ultimately, that's the opposite of love. You're contending, like, that's... You can't do that. There's countless stories of Jesus not accepting a lot of things. Right. <laughs> Flipping tables when people are selling things. And I just, I have like a really hard time with that right now because mm-hmm. I think the church has lost sight of what it actually means to love others. Yeah. It's not fuzzy duzzy all the time. Like yeah. it can be really hard, but out of true love and compassion, you're not going to let people that you care about like that make choices that aren't. Well, you'll let them make them the choices, holiness. but you're going to tell them it's wrong. And you're right. Not gonna no, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't force their hand, but yeah. yeah. And I mean, ultimately, we're called to spread the gospel, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the highest form of love you can give someone. I yes. Think, is telling them that truth. And you need to remember that. The gospel is the highest form of love. Yeah. Because that's, the, I mean, that is the instructions mm-hmm. for how to, for, for freedom. Yeah. Well, awesome. With, I think with that being said, and if, unless you have anything else to add. No, that, yeah. We'll end it off here with some awesome rock music. Okay. Um, guys, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. Hit the, the, the little check mark on top to make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Go leave us a review. Um, get us higher up in those stats. We'd love to hear what you think. Send in any questions if you have any. And we will talk to you guys in the next one. Thanks, Luke. <laughs>